1: I got a 13.
0: Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language. And with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from maniacal mages to meticulous marksmen. And today, we're talking about Rangers and their Ranger danger. Mm. Prepare yourselves.
2: Fireball. The Dungeon
3: Cast.
2: Okay, so um, I'm excited because today we are talking about my 100% absolute first class and favorite class in the game, the Ranger. I love it. Um, And the Ranger has origins as many of the things we've talked about in this game in Token. Yeah, you know, hey Token, we meet again. Uh yes, the original um inspiration for the Ranger is Aragorn son of Arathorn, who is uh they call him a ranger in uh Lord of the Rings, he's a member of I think uh the Rangers of the North, I think they're called. I could be wrong on that. But um he is a a warrior of the wild, he's a survivalist, he's capable he of surviving for however long he needs to out in the (laughs) wild like and uh he does a lot of things in both the movies and the books that are like staple ranger behavior or features or abilities those Um, marks of what makes a ranger a ranger exactly um first and foremost for me personally uh that i find is uh, a very ranger-esque feature even though now it's it's kind of spread to almost any class Dual wielding is for me. It's always been a ranger thing, and Aragorn, son of Arathorn, has two fucking long swords, and it's badass as shit. Dual
0: wielding is yeah. super awesome. Yes,
2: it is. It's very cool. And uh, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, he does it very prominently in both the movies and the books. Hell yeah! Um, but they also showcase the fact that he is a very excellent marksman. He's not as good as the Legolas, but he does use that bow, and he never misses. So. I can't
0: think of many people better mm-hmm. at things than Legolas.
2: Yes, says yeah, they really over- Just things, that generally yeah.
0: not even specific just, things, just, just anything. That sparkle in his eyes, looking that pretty way
2: he walks. Yeah, yeah. His hair. Yeah, he's he's very magical. Um <clears throat> I'm Orlando actually not Bloom. that big of a Legolas fan. Like he's cool. Like I don't not like him, but I'm not like Legolas.
0: I'm an Orlando Bloom fan. Um,
2: the man is very pretty. Yes, yes, he's a very beautiful man. Um my favorite character <laughs> from Lord of the Rings is Aragorn. So, I mean I've loved the Ranger for a very long time and uh and yeah, it shows. But um that's another uh, feature that the Ranger is kind of famous for. The ability to go back and forth between different weapon styles of mostly dual wielding and ranged weapons. So and you're going to be in armor. all the all that de- good dexterity, right? Yes, that's something that kind of sets the Ranger apart from the fighter. Is uh, The fighter, a lot of times, is going to be in heavy armor. Though, as we discussed, the fighter can do almost anything. Yeah, uh, very versatile. Especially in 5th edition, which is awesome. But... Um, Traditionally, the fighter was always kind of a heavy armor, strength-based kind of warrior, and the ranger uh, definitely integrates dexterity and stealth and finesse and mobility. Uh, the ranger is a skirmisher, and uh, I think Aragorn shows a bit of that, you know. In they in can get Lord up in the, the Rings. they
0: can get up in the business. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: They can do the damage. Uh, Aragorn also uh, shows his ability to work with like herbs and plant life. He uh, was, That is really cool. Yeah. I like that about rangers a lot. It is.
0: It is very The cool. ability to like cure your poison oak rashes. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, when you eat like poison mushrooms, maybe yeah. they can save you from that too. They can save you
2: from that too. And when Frodo gets stabbed in the shoulder with a Nazgul blade, he knows uh, an herb that can help keep him alive a little longer. Uh, and they show that. They also show his ability to traverse... Uh, wild, wide, like uh, areas of uh, untamed land. Quickly, like that's another thing that Rangers are good at. So, like, yes, the Rangers are heavily based off of Aragorn, and Aragorn is awesome. And I think I'll leave that there. There are other um, influences of the Ranger, of course. Robin Hood is one of them, right? Even though he's he is more of a rogue, mm-hmm. but you know, with his archery and his merriman living in the woods, or like some inherently Ranger esque
0: things about Robin Hood, he's a versatile guy. He knows is, how to definitely. get around in town, out in the woods, yeah, all of it. Ab- absolutely. Um, what about you? Have you
2: what have you seen in in pop culture that rings ranger esque to, to you? If anything,
0: I like in Pokemon how they have like literal rangers and they're like they've got rope on them and Pokeballs and they're just going out and they're handling business in the forest, looking out for Pokemon. Like, I just like how in tune with nature uh, the ranger is supposed to be.
2: Yes, and the ranger is supposed to be very in tune with nature and have an innate understanding of nature.
0: Yeah, Um, like they they know, like they can gather everything that they need from. Their surroundings, if they're out in the wild and they just know they've been trained, they know how to do that. It's yeah, really cool. Absolutely. I would love to run a campaign or be in a campaign where everyone's a ranger. And you have like cool. you base cool. it off of like the survival aspect of things like, mm-hmm. no, I I am keeping track of all your food and all your water. And like this is the heart of the campaign is you surviving out in the wild. That's cool. Like a survival. Like I like that. Like, you guys just probably put can. I like, got a crazy like, island. And yeah. You got a few rangers ride. and a couple other people maybe mm-hmm. doing magic yeah. or healing or something right. like that or right. one fighter. I don't know, but mostly like a ranger heavy campaign where That'd it's cool. built for rangers, <laughs> maybe even by rangers. I like that. I think that's awesome. <laughs> um
2: so the ranger in fifth edition though i think is still as awesome if not more awesome than some previous editions i think in this edition it has been the source of a little bit of controversy definitely i feel like the ranger has um had a harder time finding an identity in this edition than previous editions um, seen it firsthand. You've seen it firsthand, yeah, with uh, our, our buddy Josh Freeland's uh, ranger, who is awesome. And I love Rosden. I actually, love you, Josh Freeland. <laughs> and we're actually we're running a, a custom-built ranger class that I built myself. But um, although I don't agree with some of the gripes about 5th uh, edition ranger being like grossly underpowered, the ranger is underpowered when compared to other classes. And for some campaigns, that's not a problem. For others, maybe it is. Um, I think I think the problem when it when it came to the development of the ranger in this uh, edition was they made the fighter really awesome. And and that's I great. Agree. I think that's <laughs> I think that's fantastic. <laughs> um, and the ranger is kind of a fighter that less so specializes in fighting and more specializes in exploration yeah. and nature and all that. You
0: curb so, the skill spike of the strength <laughs> and stuff and you put it into ways like nature except yeah.
2: for one of the problems is the ranger specializes in exploration of something that of things that may never come up or come up rarely in a campaign. Yeah. Like if you're a ranger and the campaign takes a turn for you going to, I don't know, you spend, I don't know, months in like a major metropolitan area,
0: you might never take advantage of like half of your shit as a ranger. That could be literal months of your campaign Mm -hmm. in real life. You're, Three six months, it, and, it could take forever before you ever get to use your ranger skills yeah. effectively. I mean, maybe your scouting abilities and your tracking abilities and your and things like that might come up in a town setting, but not anywhere to the level or like to the ideal I think they had in mind for the ranger. Right, yeah, I, that's absolutely correct. Now, is that the fault of the
2: developers? Uh, no, not really. Like, I mean, I think, I think they've done such a good job with with this edition that like they could afford maybe making a few mistakes here and there. But those mistakes were, I guess, made with the Ranger. Uh, one of the things we're going to do different in this episode compared to the other class breakdowns is we're not going to like really delve in depth with like all the different features in the player's handbook because unlike any other class in this game, the Ranger is kind of up for contention right now with what right. is going to
0: be, um, what's the word I'm looking for, official. And that's the unearthed arcana, right? They've
2: they've they've come up with two unearthed Arcanas of re- rangers. revised rangers and an unearthed arcana for a ranger that has no spells, like a spellless ranger. Oh, cool. Okay, because um, rangers typically get like ritual casting, right? No, they do not. Mine does in in the one like Josh oh, okay. Freelance has, but my no, they don't. yeah. Let they me clarify. Spells. My
0: experience with rangers is strictly I am at a table in a game that with a very will home-brewed DMs that has a homebrew <laughs> ranger. I've never read the ranger stuff in the player's <laughs> handbook. And mm. until, I, I mean, I don't have Ranger on the brain a lot. I, I think of Josh Freeland when I think of Rangers and Rosden, and mm. that's it. And he's super dope and awesome, and I love it. But I just don't think it is for me in game. Mm-hmm. But maybe with this Unearthed Arcana stuff, I'll change my yeah, mind. Yeah,
2: and some of this Unearthed Arcana stuff is great. They're really trying. It shows that they care, and uh, they're showing the Ranger some love, which I appreciate because Ranger is my favorite class. Um, but, yes, the Ranger normally has spells. Um uh it's it's what's called a half caster so they gain spells and spells so that's at half the rate as a full caster such as a okay. wizard or sorcerer or cleric or, or the like um now me and josh freeland who i've been playing D anD D with now for almost three years mm-hmm. uh we both come from fourth edition uh as what as our like mainstay and introduction to the game and in that game uh rangers do not have spells Okay. And for me, coming into D&D for the first time, that seemed completely normal. Why? Because the ranger I knew and loved growing up was Aragorn, son of Arathorn who knew no spells and was right. not a wizard. Uh, so for me, I didn't even know that that class was missing something in that edition. Uh, which might be considered heresy in the eyes of like maybe like older a third players. edition player, yeah, third or second or even original. That, that's kind of uh, weird because
0: like when you were like, oh, I know they spell cast, I thought it was rituals, but you mm-hmm. mean like they're burning slots? Yeah, they
2: got slots. Uh, they're they picking. They have a table. They, they with can
0: cast spells. Pure wounds they are they? Can, are there spells dedicated to them? Like if um, how does that work they exactly? They
2: are. I'm trying to remember. I think in the player's handbook they. Learn a certain number of spells, much like a wizard or sorcerer would.
0: Okay, so it's not like a cleric or paladin or. So they druid. get to pick from a like a cla like a type of spellcasting, like a school. No, okay. no, not at all. They just they
2: have a list. Like each class has a list of spells. There you go. Yeah, but like the druid or the cleric or the paladin basically get access to their entire list at all times, but they can only prepare so many a day.
0: That's right. Okay. Things like
2: the ranger and the wizard and the sorcerer know a certain number of spells from the list. And okay. then from that list of known spells, can prepare X amount.
3: So we really need to do a spell, a,
0: a spell casting and magic and magic, all things magic episode. I think. Yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, for you. Sure, not a problem. That you shit will. confunds we me. That. It yeah. just totally like goes above um, my head all the time. It,
2: it can be a little confusing, especially in the newer players, and especially for you. You've only ever played a fighter at this point, really. Yeah, so.
0: and it's real fun. Yeah, fighters. I are like awesome. stabbing. Yeah, stabbing is also fun. <laughs> just consistently stabbing. Just, just, just stab them. Stabbing away. Yeah, that's all you do, really. (laughs) What is the ranger? Well, what are we talking about with the Unearthed Arcana then? Like, what are we?
2: So, uh, so, like I was saying, like we're not going to get into the features in as much detail because it's it's basically the writing's on the wall. Like they will be coming out with at some point a, a different official ranger which is going to be different from whatever's in the player's handbook. So when that comes out, we'll do maybe do another, a redo of this one where we get into the nitty-gritty of be cool. the new and official Is there thing. a
0: player's handbook, too, that's going to come out? Or, like, another so. edition Maybe. of it?
2: They sure are releasing a lot of Unearthed Arcana of late, <sighs> and I'm loving it, and I cannot wait for a lot of this stuff to be official, especially uh, some of the uh, the fighter and the paladin and the warlock stuff. The warlock <laughs> stuff looks awesome. It does. Yes, I fucking love the Hexblade, and they just released that shit. But we're it. way off topic, <laughs> so let's get back to the ranger. Right. Um, So, what is a ranger like what makes a ranger a ranger what makes it different from a fighter uh and most of that is again the nature survivalistic kind of thing and i feel like mike merles and his team when they were developing the ranger they said uh let's focus on one of the pillars of D exploration the ranger gets more exploration bullshit than any other class out there and some of it's really cool some of it is what i consider useless but maybe i'm totally wrong i don't know i
0: think it depends on the campaign like the spirit of adventure can take many different forms and just exploring sandbox style random wilderness Mm -hmm. that sounds like a very challenging campaign to Mm -hmm. craft but also a very rewarding one where yeah, you're kind of, yeah. like, minecrafting through shit yeah, all the time. Yeah, that would be awesome.
2: But, like you said, like, that's not going to be your normal campaign. Like, that's the specialist Yeah, that's,
0: campaign. like, a more, a more standard campaign. Follow- it has, like, storyline and story mm-hmm. arcs and villains and good guys and right. things of that nature. Right. Uh or just, like, even just, like, completely uh, interesting <clears throat> events all the time. Like, like uh... Well, I digress. We should move on. And okay. Continue with.
2: So, so that's what they did with the Ranger in 5th edition. So you have all kinds of things like specializations in your different terrains and specializations to different like tracking and, and hunting and whatnot, the ability to forge for food, um, never losing your way, stuff like that. Super good. Um, which is all really cool. But what I, what I think we'll talk about too is um, there are some major Ranger features that have kind of been present Excuse me, um, across all editions. Um, which the first one we'll talk about is, uh, rangers have almost always had a favorite enemy of sorts. Yes. Not in fourth edition, but in pretty much every other edition, uh, they have a favorite enemy, which just means like you get to pick a type of enemy and the ranger, your ranger, your character is particularly good at hunting down, understanding and tracking and killing these things. Now, fifth edition did kind of deviate from the killing part because... In the Player's Handbook, there isn't any combat bonuses against your favorite enemy. Okay. In previous editions, there was. Like you knew their weak point or something like well, that. Well, basically, you would get like a flat bonus to attack or damage rolls against your favorite enemies. And they, they strayed away from that in 5th edition. Okay. For reasons. I don't know what those reasons are, but for reasons. But um, the the, the specializations, the, the specific types of monsters that you can hunt down are uh, whole categories like fey creatures are uh, monstrosities, oozes, uh, constructs, undead. So
0: not just one monster, but like a monster. A monsters in a big span of, of yeah, area. exactly.
2: Okay. Giants, uh, celestials, I think might be one. Fiends, um, stuff like that. Um, now, oh, humanoids is another one, but since humanoids
0: is so I was going to so ask broad, you about that, yeah. Yeah,
2: it's, it's a very broad type of monster. It would have monster. to be like
0: humans. You get to pick two specifics. Okay, two that. specific breeds <clears throat> of humanoid.
2: Yes, exactly. And,
0: um, or races of humanoids. Our,
2: our ranger in our party chose humanoids in, as his initial favored enemy, and uh, he chose humans. And, and orcs. Orcs, yeah, those were the two humanoids he chose. <laughs> yeah, he fucking hates orcs. Oh, you. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's like a running theme. Like It is. He, fucking I think part of them. our campaign where we left off was Rosin hating orcs so like, damn much. Like he tortured one for two hours. Well, like, yeah. it, it, it kind of tore us away from, like, other paths we could have taken to primarily just go fuck up some orcs. he's
2: often full of bloodlust for those orcs i'm with it yeah
0: well you guys (laughs) fucked up
2: those orcs i'll tell you that um and uh and the ranger will gain more favored enemies as as they level um and probably the second most common feature across the editions for the ranger is favored terrain so your ranger probably ranges in a particular area and is really not. good at ranging in those areas
0: that comes in so when it when it's not coming in handy it's not coming in handy but when it is coming in handy it's coming in so handy yeah
2: like climbing that fucking mountain that you guys have been climbing for the last two sessions yes yeah. just like
0: extra good at it yeah okay
2: that's his favorite terrain he's he's just super good at it and he gets all these bonuses and he can't get lost and yada 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 We're like superheroes on the mountain exactly with this, with well, this guy leading us he is you guys are just like in his wake
0: we're a side kicks yeah exactly
2: he's batman you're all his robins you're his bat family um so uh so yeah those are the two main ones and your favorite terrain can be um i mean there's a list but it's gonna be things like forests uh plains uh tundra does um, it get as
0: specific as like swamps coast
2: swamps that's another one mountains um i would uh argue that there should be another one added to that list, uh, and it could be considered civilization or maybe urban settings. Because oh yeah, that would be really you cool. Could have like a bounty hunter or ranger type character that presides mainly in huge metropolitan areas. They're
0: like a detective. They're like a, yeah, and they, they could be, and they like to free run across yeah. the tops of buildings. I mean, there's a
2: lot to explore when it comes to to these building to these uh, cities. Like you said, on top of the roofs and through the sewer systems and yeah, you know, through the the slums and like uh, there's just different ways to to, to go, go through cuts these and alleyways
0: and different cuts of town. Yeah. And in fantasy settings, some
2: of these cities are huge, dude, like gigantic with millions of uh, residents. Like you could live your whole life within the city and never see certain parts of it because it's so big and you just would never go there as a normal citizen. But maybe there are like certain like urban rangers that like this is this is their environment. This is where they know how to survive. They know this
0: map. That reminds me of Assassin's Creed a lot. Like you. Not
2: that I've played it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your
0: character eventually like knows their way around their their favorite areas so well that they can traverse anywhere within it
2: right and yeah that's exactly how i would see an urban ranger and in some previous editions there were uh uh, i think in 3.5 uh there was a prestige class which is probably something you're not familiar with but it was uh, basically most classes go from one to twenty. Prestige classes almost always went from like one to five or one to ten. Okay. Or just like a little like sub specialization that you could like take levels in when you multi class. And there was a, I believe it, it was either a prestige class or it might have been like an alternative specialization, where you could run an urban ranger. And I think that's really fucking cool. That's sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Along with that, like we said, uh, rangers do tend to get spells, and those spells are very nature-based. I think in original D&D, they could sample from the druid list of spells. Oh, hold
0: on, dude. I I cannot get into spells right now. Uh I'm really tired from free-running all these Uh buildings. We should take a short rest.
2: (laughs) Okay, let's take a short rest. All All right.
0: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash DungeonCast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash DungeonCast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash DungeonCast.
3: Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the Dice. an Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it ah. eagerly tried to bite and swipe at soaring, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.
0: Hey, everybody. really want to thank you guys for listening and watching so much. We really appreciate it. All the people that have been coming out to hit those likes and subscribes and review us on iTunes and all that stuff, following us on SoundCloud, It means so much to us. We just really want to take this time to thank you. I think Will has some people that he would like to thank in particular that have been uh, really promoting us on Twitter. really appreciate that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Again, thank you to everybody, but I wanted to do a special shout-out to three individuals uh number one christian fuchs on twitter who has been tweeting out about the show we really appreciate it man thank you so much i'm glad you're enjoying the show thanks dude yeah absolutely thank you so much and um also to dm red fox also on twitter and evans design you boys have been with us since the beginning and we're appreciating all the the liking and subscribing and comments and stuff that you guys have been doing we we see it and we
0: just want to tell you how much it means to us. so thank you so much yeah definitely guys um can't can't say it enough everyone who's been consistent with uh with commenting on our youtube stuff that's really helping us get some get some looks at our stuff which we really need mm-hmm. want to uh, shout out sandy again thanks so oh, much yeah. man he <laughs> said he followed us with all of his accounts and oh, well nice. <laughs> and has been, he's been pretty <laughs> consistently cool. commenting on our stuff yeah and, I've, um, seen it. I've seen and it and it's like cool stuff. man thanks a lot dude yeah, absolutely. you're a good guy thank sandy you, thank you um so if
2: you would like to get a shout out from us on the dungeon cast all you have to do is one thing just tweet out to your followers about the show and to make sure that we see it give it the hashtag dungeon cast and we'll make sure to shout out to you at the nearest uh, recording that we'll be doing nearest to when you do that uh, but yeah if you do that we, we'd really appreciate it it's gonna it's gonna help us because uh, word of mouth is the best and most efficient way for people to hear about our show and so if you love the show share
0: it. Word of mouth, guys. We re- that would really help us out. Um, I have one more shout out, actually, that oh. I almost forgot about. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it's a surprise one. Oh. but uh, shout out to Jacob, who was our special guest on oh, last yeah. week last week's episode, <laughs> and shout out to all of his cousins, his little cousins, and his uh, and his brother that are. Uh They've taken a liking to our show. I know we say at the beginning the show isn't for kids, probably not, but a surprising <laughs> amount of kids listen to it. Oh no! And they are—they have pledged to hype us up, my All dude. Right. They have—they have come out of the woodwork. I think that's Jonas and nice. and Marco and uh, Ethan and Gavin and Dakota. Like, thank you guys so much. Appreciate you a lot
2: awesome thank you guys so much and with that are, are you all rested up you ready to, to jump from building to building only all if over i again? tell
0: people to follow us on that twitter account at the dungeon cast oh. <laughs> you can comment on our stuff find us on itunes we host our podcast on soundcloud.com uh please review us on itunes one more time and thanks and yes now my rest is complete all right
2: back to the show back to
0: the show Well that was certainly a good rest but um I really feel like it was more for my mind and not my body so I can absorb this magic shit we're about to talk about. Yes, okay. So magic.
2: rangers are magic. spellcasters,
0: half spellcasters as I think I said earlier in this
2: episode. And um I think originally in They dabble. Yeah, they dabble. They dabble. They know some sh- they know some stuff. But um I think originally in uh Advanced Dungeons and Dragons the ranger was allowed to like uh dip into the druid spell list. Uh, and nowadays rangers have their own spell list and uh it's it's very reminiscent to the Druid. there's a lot of uh, overlap there, but there's some like specific stuff in there a lot of it is tied to uh their uh ability to shoot arrows like there's like uh like their marksmanship kinda there's um like spells where uh, they can just rain down like a volley of arrows just magically. Oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, which is cool, yeah. I do that in Diablo. Cool. And then there's like lightning arrow and stuff like that that yeah. they can cast. Um, not as much love for the for the dual wielding rangers when it comes to spells, although I guess that makes sense since they're using both hands with the swords, but you should be using both hands with the bow, too, so I don't know. There just isn't as much love for them. But um, yeah, spells are uh, rangers are traditionally spellcasters which I always thought was strange. Because, again, I was familiar with Aragorn, yeah, and I, I think of in. like a nature like rough and tumble type exactly and i uh i was i was familiar with Aragorn and I jumped into fourth edition where again the rangers uh were an amazing class that was uh they were damage dealers in that cool. edition, and nothing compared to them like a ranger would fuck your life up it didn't matter if it was dual wielding or with a bow yeah at uh, range they were they were fucking your life up,
0: nothing and, like getting fucked up at range,
2: yeah, I know right <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, so for me, the spellcasting was always a little odd. And I think for our ranger in our party, it was a little odd, too. And he wasn't too happy with the combat capabilities of his ranger. Um, So we ended up tweaking and making our own class, which what's cool about fifth edition is they make it really easy to homebrew races, homebrew classes, uh, to homebrew anything, really. Like it's so well-structured and so easy to pick everything apart that it's easy to put it back together. Um, so we came up with a ranger that was semi spellless. I ended up doing a thing where I allowed him to cast certain rituals. Yeah, um, that's and, what I'm familiar and with. And it feels much more what me and Freeland liked out of a ranger. Now, I can tell you how balanced it really is. It's working well for our game. If anything, he's yeah. still underpowered compared to you guys, even if less so.
0: Yeah, I think we, we face a lot of combat and, mm-hmm. uh, like big combats yeah. where, like, it... You can tell over time, like the the difference in damage from the paladin who's oh, yeah, at the top, f- fucking paladin, dude, <laughs> fucking Jake, yeah, <laughs> to the fu- to the fighter, to the to the ranger, mm-hmm. and we're not even gonna talk about Thanic because he's... oh he's a spellcaster, he's and just he's pumping out shit up, yeah, he's just shooting cannons out of his hands yeah, and shit, so whatever. Although he did almost die last session, so there was
2: that. I mean, it took kinda. a crit. It
0: took a crit miss. That's true. That's true. Like
2: before combat. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um and also another thing I did to to bring up the DPS for the for the fifth edition ranger is I got uh some features going in in the homebrew class where he can uh dip into poisons and poultices as things that he can do. Um which is and really I'll, cool. I'll I'll post a link to if anyone is interested in seeing the homebrew ranger that I I cooked up. I'll I'll go ahead and post the link uh underneath the video or underneath the uh podcast feed. And I like it out. a lot. The poultice like thing
0: it. is really cool. It, it kinda that seems like oh I, I natured up some fucking mm-hmm. wound healing shit. That sounds like a ranger to me. Yeah, it does, right? It reminds me of uh Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, yeah dude, and everyone like everyone oh, I, I natured up some poison shit. Let me just dip my arrow in that. Yeah, it doesn't it just
2: make sense? I feel like it does. But moving on to the official stuff and away from the homebrew stuff mm-hmm. that I don't want to just sit here and do my own home, my ranger's awesome. Uh <laughs> fighting styles, which we've dipped, we've talked about a little bit here when it comes to the ranger. Um, again, traditionally, the ranger is always kind of specialized in two, which is the dual wielding and the archery. In this edition, um, they actually make it perfectly acceptable and fine to do almost any fighting style similar to a fighter. So you have like a spear and shield, or a sword and shield. Uh, You could do, you know, however you want to. Yeah. I can't see a ranger with a shield. It doesn't feel ranger-y. I agree. But you never know. Like, everyone has different character classes. Yeah, you branch out. You know,
0: maybe if I saw it, it would change my mind, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Link is very ranger-esque in a way. Yeah. He has a sword and shield. Although, uh, he's not a ranger but kind of, he does ranger
0: stuff. He does everything. Link yeah, does Link everything. is
2: like five classes combined. He's I just mean, courage incarnate. Yeah, right. He well, you know he, what he is is he's like a whole party in one because you you're traveling alone in D and D. You're traveling in a party, so everyone
0: has to specialize. How do you debuff a character like that? Oh, yeah, he just won't fucking talk, ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone will love the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and just pretend, like, um, act like he's talking.
2: Yeah, exactly. They just understand <laughs> everything by looking into his eyes. Oh, man. Um,
0: So... Breath of the Wild. Another
2: Oh, I can't wait. Um, the next um, and that he'll be very ranger in Breath of the Wild. Even more ranger. Oh, yeah.
0: La- uh, tra- uh, land Traverser, or sandboxing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Excellent. Can't so wait. Uh,
2: the one of the the final uh, ranger feature that I want to talk about that is definitely across pretty much all editions is the ranger is a class very well known for having a functional pet companion. That works both yes. in and out of combat. Pandora! Um, oh yeah, he's got his wolf Pandora. That's um, Rosin, again. Yeah, he's got, Rosin a, again. He's got a wolf named Pandora. Oh, yeah, that, no, he doesn't anymore. He oh, well, he away. sent her
0: away. Yeah. That's canon. She'll be back. We'll see. Oh man. <laughs> we'll see. Well, she's been super dope.
2: She has. She has fucked some shit up. Uh, but um, yeah, Rangers uh, usually have uh, pets that they either raised from um, a baby and just grew up with or formed a bond with while they are in the wild. And they fight in tandem, they do everything in tandem, and they usually have some sort of magical bond, if you will. Um It's not really described how that works, it's just it's there, and there it is. And traditionally, uh, rangers are going you know, to have like a wolf pet, or maybe a panther pet, or maybe a bear pet. And I think um in the Player's Handbook, it kind of gives you a specific uh challenge rating that your pet can have. And like you can attach things like your proficiency bonus to like different stats like AC and damage. I'm just and stuff attached like that.
0: to this fucking bear now. Yeah, like I just have this moon satellite bear weapon. Pretty,
2: pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to think about it. Now uh, it has gotta suck rolling into towns because I don't think most towns are gonna let you just fucking walk your bear in
0: satellite town bear weapon. Yeah,
2: just there it goes. Um, <laughs> just patrol this so, fucking um, town. I have seen some cool things when it comes to uh to ranger pets. So I think my favorite is a concept that I actually had personally where I had a a gnome ranger who had a snow leopard as a pet. And I just thought it was really cool. That's I like fucking snow leopards. cool. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. There's
0: a whole franchising thing that or like a marketing like toy making money grabbing just thing D D is missing out on well i don't know if they're missing out on it they make minis they're just too fucking expensive if you <laughs> ask me um but
2: i mean there are ways to get cheaper minis but like minis are you know if you got the money to spend good for you because i don't but uh minis are awesome <laughs> and yes they are they are knee deep in that you line of toys called
0: ranger danger where yep. you have ranger dan and his pet bear
2: yeah Totally
0: could, and he shoots a bow. Fuck it.
2: Now, um, like I said, the player's handbook has a challenge rating, and I think it has to be a beast. It can't be anything not a beast. Okay. When it comes to your uh, your uh, beast companion, but um like a is ma- a thing. Like a mammal beast? No, no, no. Their their beast is a categorization of monsters in the monster
0: manual. They're more mammalian typically.
2: No, I mean you could have an ostrich, I suppose. Okay. Or um, okay. You Know a, a hawk or a raven or anything like that, yeah. I forgot about companion. birds, yeah. I forgot
0: all about that. Mm-hmm. There are lots of birds, yeah. There are, there are a <laughs> lot of birds, yes. Um,
2: uh, and I think drakes might have opened up as a possibility. I was gonna ask about that too, but those might technically be in the dragon category. So yeah. I don't know. I have to look at it. But, my pet, um,
0: Wyvern,
3: no, god, no, definitely not. <laughs> That's a monstrosity, I think.
2: Maybe a dragon, probably a dragon, but no, hell no. <laughs> um but uh so yeah i had like the snow leopard idea which would be maybe a reskin of the panther even though snow leopards are traditionally smaller than panthers uh eh, who cares um what are some uh what are some pets that you think would be fucking cool as as a ranger like what would be your go to a wyvern well, no. You can't have a wolverine. No, the bear, man. Oh, Definitely yeah. a polar bear, yeah, like, first... for me. Oh, a polar bear. I would be, nice. like, a
0: tundra ranger that has oh, a polar bear that's fucking that, like, cool. comes down out of the Arctic, like, what's up, like motherfuckers? That. That's really badass. he probably, ha- he probably, this ranger would fucking have a spear. Hell yeah, I, now go. I can see it. Does and he have pro- a shield? Probably. There you go. I'm riding a polar bear. <laughs> yeah. I've got a shield and a that's, spear, that's and I'm, awesome. maybe I have multiple spears, like, on my... On my polar bear, like down the side. Yeah, so javelins. Yeah, just, just keep javelins. chucking. Javelins, javelins just keep or
2: javelin? Is it javelin or javelin? Javelin, javelin. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So you said you were riding your polar bear. Now that's not really a rideable mount, but that does get into the fact that rangers can also have horses as a as a beast companion, and that is a rideable mount. And uh, okay, and, like, and, like mechanically speaking. Mechanically speaking, and that's incredibly handy. Um, and again,
0: can yeah. I can't like um. Okay, what if I wanted to ride my polar bear? I would bear? work
2: it out with you as a dungeon master because it's fucking cool. Yeah,
0: like because you could like my polar bear is tamed, like or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's gonna let you. I mean, if 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 the game is allowing me to have a bear, <laughs> I'm gonna have the bear I want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why not? And um, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna say it's tame. My like.
2: uh my first ranger's pet was a bear. My first character I have built was a ranger, a half elf ranger, and uh, he was pretty cool. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing back then, so he didn't have much of a personality. I was much more focused on like I wanted to kill shit.
0: Yeah, um, it kind of goes that way a little bit. You kind of, mm, I yeah. feel like as Ron, I like developed a I character development to with you and myself, like working together right. to make him the character he is now, which I feel right. has much more of a spirit and a soul and like a like a direction. Right. Right. Absolutely. I've had to make hard choices. Yeah, Our and, choices will develop well, character.
2: Also with, with my first character, it was in a group of a bunch of first time players, including the dungeon master, who didn't have the experience that maybe it took to like for me to get you and your character to have that yeah, development. Yeah. Um because when I began DMing I was a pretty shitty
0: DM. You well know? you guys are That's, younger, right? Yeah,
2: I think uh we started when we were around twenty. So Oh basically. not to say
0: that if you're younger you're not like I mean, storytelling is an art, and it takes some like yeah. some practice to get good at it. Yeah, definitely, so, definitely. yeah and, no, and We didn't
2: know what we were doing, but we were having a blast, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went on some crazy adventures, me and that bear, um, including <laughs> a crazy adventure where we had just defeated a vampire lord, and as a new player doing silly things, I forced my bear to eat the vampire lord. Extra
1: cool.
0: <laughs> just to see what would happen, <laughs>
2: and my dungeon master was like, fuck it, we're just going to... Uh, slap the vampire lord template on your bear now. I'm like, oh shit, what does that do? And it did some fucking terrifying things. Like my bear gained like a a terrifying gaze where it could like stare into your soul and like paralyze you. And I was like, oh my god, it could like disperse into bats and then fly and then re merge itself into a
0: bear. I'm picturing a bear like a bear like a black bear with yeah. like the red eyes like a dra- yeah. like a Dracula, but the fangs <laughs> out in the front of the snout are just a go. little longer. Yeah, And you wearing a little cape? Just a little sure. cape. Well, like, this the cape the size of the, the guy who the, the vampire lord that was wearing it before. So it's it's way too small. It's way
2: too small. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh no, this bear in fact was fully armored in dwarven chainmail, actually. Fuck. In the previous adventure, I'd gained that. That sounds and amazing. I think it had a, a daily uh like spell on it where I could uh force I could make my bear grow one size larger than it was. Ooh. So by do by the end of this campaign, this bear was way outstripping my
0: ranger in power. And I think I
2: became its beast companion because it was, it was quite terrifying.
0: Like, if speaking um, in terms of reality, it's a fucking bear and should be more powerful than any human. But
2: well, yeah, but this is D and D. Yes, Either I love D and D.
0: The tables turned, <laughs> and my
2: vampire lord bear uh, terrified my ranger and un- unfortunately we didn't have too many adventures after that so i didn't really get to explore that avenue <laughs> but uh dnd's wild sometimes man it's, you it's got a that bear,
0: vampire bear cheat code and beat the game
2: yeah there you go that's exactly what happened uh, that was a fun game just because it was a little different it was only there was only two players it was me uh one of my buddies and then one of my other buddies uh was dming and it was kind of like a a dual striker combo between my ranger and uh my buddy's rogue and we were just kind of like uh the dynamic duo just coming in and fucking shit up all the time. Nice. Just dealing damage is yes. what we did. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I love D&D. Um, any,
0: any other questions about the Ranger? Um, I, I feel like i got a pretty good feel for him right now. Um, man, I want to ride a polar bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't stop awesome. thinking about that. <laughs> um, not re- not really. I feel like I've got a good feel for what the Ranger is and can be and, yes. and what it could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it can be a lot of things. Um.
2: One of the cool features that I hope they bring back from 4th edition when they finally revise this ranger, and I do hope they revise it. I mean, they've put so much work into revising it, like, they better do it. But um, one of the features that I hope comes back is the Hunter's Quarry feature from uh, 4th edition, which you basically choose a quarry that your ranger would focus in on and, like... Kind of like enter like a, a Zen state or like a hunter state, and while you're in that state and you're focused on your quarry, you gain extra damage and and stuff on them. Now I added that feature to my homebrew version of the Ranger, but right on. like I'm going to be honest, once the revised version comes out, as long as it's solid, I'll probably force Freeland to jump to that because I, I want to run as much official stuff as as I can. Okay, I, I rather I rather do that, but um, I I'm more do my homebrewing and my re- reskinning as i find necessary um yeah because just kind
0: I, of fill in some of the holes that can be left like yeah. some of the things that feel just a little
2: lacking exactly or just stuff that feels off it's not quite what i'm going for or needs so yeah i do different vision but um but the closest i the closer i can get to uh what is core and uh um canon to the actual game the better because that stuff's been play tested that stuff should be Way more balanced than anything. Yeah, balance is
0: important, especially when you're building yeah. an encounter or like, you know, just like keeping balance between players. Like you don't know right. if somebody's going to be w- way ultra more powerful. Yeah, like And that's how randomly our paladin is.
2: Yeah, and, that's, and that's, a, that's a risk because, like, let's say, fast forward to when you guys are, like, above level 10. Right. Uh, who knows? Maybe the homebrew that I made for our ranger, it, it will be break. wildly unbalanced. It yeah. will
0: break, and we'll have to take another look at it.
2: So, um, I mean, that's just a danger of homebrewing, and you adjust accordingly.
0: Yeah, luckily everyone's already in the mood to, like, tweak stuff as it is. If you're yeah. running a homebrew, yeah. you should probably be comfortable with, Which like, is the re- idea of changing it to fit this. It's
2: really, the... really cool because, like, in 4th edition, homebrew was not very well encouraged it was kind of hard as hell to do i mean everything was really really organized and incredibly balanced and understandable in fourth edition but like i can't imagine going in and like trying to create a class like it would be a nightmare in fourth edition fifth edition not so much which is nice um but yeah i think that's it that's all we got for the ranger um i cannot wait to revisit the ranger when something more revised comes out um But yeah, I love the Ranger. Uh, I think one of the main things that I love about the Ranger, and I've said this before on this podcast, is I am a sucker for characters that can do... A little bit of everything the jacks of all trades jacks of all trades i love them and the ranger kind of really fits that bill the ranger is great at exploration and a proficient warrior and fighter and good at some sorts of healings and can do spell
0: work of some sort like they, they got a little bit of everything they can stealth they can sleight of hand they have history they have nature they have medicine yeah they've got it all and the, they so can do spell casting. they can
2: do spell casting but like at the same time the downfall is that is there especially with the ranger more than any other jack of all trades class in this game where's the one place you really excel yeah it falls flat a little bit on all accounts it can do a little bit of everything but it's not very good at anything
0: yeah you don't specialize maybe in nature but that's like we said not really the campaign most people at least in my experience are trying to run where you're in like a sandbox survival environment yeah exactly sounds Uh, fun i would love to be a part of that in some way but you know it's not something i see or hear about yeah but that being said, I, I think the ranger is awesome. And even with the small
2: pitfalls of this edition's ranger, I think it's a great class to run. I highly encourage it. Uh, Rangers, Rangers
0: are dope as fuck. Yeah, please also please tweet at us if you do know of a campaign setting that is like survival mode fit for a ranger really kind of or like, do you know of a ranger character? Maybe there's something we're missing. Let us know.
2: Well, Dark Sun would be actually a good setting. since oh, It's yeah. all fucking desert. So, like, oh, that's cool. favorite terrain is desert. Bam, you're, you're good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah,
2: I think th- I think that's going to be it for us. Cool. Um, right. Oh,
0: did we want to talk about what? Volo's Guide?
2: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, we do. We should have done this in the bump, but we're doing it now. We're doing it now. We finally got our winner for Volo's Guide. It's the original winner uh, that we tweeted out <laughs> saying that we we're going to call someone else because they didn't get back to us, but they did. So congratulations to Garrett from North Carolina. We got your Volo's Guide right over here, and we're going to sign it right after we're done recording here. We'll probably ship it out tomorrow or Definitely. Tuesday.
0: Definitely
2: yeah man and thanks Congrats. Garrett
0: we appreciate you uh, subscribing on YouTube and leaving mm-hmm. us a comment like that really helps us out so mm-hmm. thanks a lot guys Definitely. Um yeah well, I guess we're gonna call it a game right there huh I think so alright see you next week everybody